snowstorm. I, you know, I, we got some mileage out of that goddamn sure thing. Yeah. yeah. About the only thing I ever used it for. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Back in the olden days. Yeah, it was great. Listen to some James. Back Bond. in the Bond days, yeah. Back in the Bond We days. only... We're to the point where we only have, like, two Bonds that we need to watch. Yeah, because well, yeah, we, we, we did Spectre, and then we we skipped over one Pierce Brosnan for There's recording. There's one Pierce Brosnan, and you know what? It might be the hardest one to get any of us to watch because <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, man. But then we wanted to still do a Casino Royale Quantum. Yeah, oh, yeah you still got to. That would have been fun. Easy enough. Eventually, it'll happen. Yeah. yeah no Time to Die actually like gets a real release date. Something Maybe. we could like, we get some hype to start doing some James Bond. Oh, up to it. Yeah, we need some motivation to be dangled in front of us. We'll, we'll put it on the ether and say, sure, maybe for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like but... anytime we try and actually plan something, it just like goes backwards. Yeah. Our faces. McConaughey, that's still in the. That's, that's coming up. Yep. <laughs> coming up in eight months. Yeah, we got that plan. That's not going to fall through. We got to make it through Spooptober. Spooptober first. Yes, we still we got. Do. We still got to this episode and next episode of this podcast, which has never seen any of this. Oh. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ, and I'm Raymond the Caboose. The Caboose, and the... we're we're here live. Yeah. Together. Oh. I can see the caboose right there. Oh, it's oh. right in front of us. I can bend down under the My table and get a good look at that My eyes have seen the glory of the coming boost. of the Lord. Oh. <laughs> All right, it's been, a, it's been an okay eight months without this, so I'll, I'll, I'll go back to my place. <laughs> we can talk about your caboose virtually or in person. You know it. Well, oh, he, know. he has the, the, the nice, like, four walls of the internet to, to be able to go retreat yeah. off mic and, and say things that he can, wouldn't say on mic now. Yeah. Uh, well, we decided to podcast in person this week because we've all been good boys about quarantining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're giving ourselves a treat to yeah. see each other in person. And we realized that some of our episodes where we were, it all it sounded like we were all talking over Andy, yeah. which was really <laughs> funny to listen. And it seemed was, like well, the three of us were just jackasses, like just always like cutting Andy off. And that was me after me trying to like finagle it. Right. Some so. Most of the time it would be just fine. And then sometimes it'd be like, sit down, dog. <laughs> right, like it's, it's something you could fix in editing, but it's uh, to the point where you could spend hours trying to edit mm-hmm. milliseconds to right. get it correct right. and still not be right. And it was never, it was never off. It was just, no. I was like, it, hope people don't think we're just always talking over Andy. Yeah. <laughs> now we can do it in person. Yeah. yeah. Now you can just yeah, talk yeah, over well, yeah. Honestly, I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, think what you will. I, could, I couldn't eat, I could also not give a shit, so. <laughs> but, uh, boys, we, uh, we watched a movie, it was TJ's pick. It yeah. was. We discussed it on mic last week, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure it out. Well, and it was just an interesting predicament because I am, am at a loss a lot of the time if I'm trying to find... You know, like, if I'm just, like, perusing through a horror section in any of these yeah. streaming services, it's tough for me to, like, go, like, oh, yeah, that sticks out to me as something that might seem radical or cool. Because, mm-hmm. uh-huh. honestly, with the, the, the democratized nature of horror, mm-hmm. that's sort of part of the appeal for a certain era of it, and then part of the drawback in kind of the modern age for me. You know, it, there's, there's a discussion to be had about sort of, like, the, the democratization effect of, of the digital camera, and, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that movie-making capability is in the hands of more people, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're getting better shit. You yeah. Know? So, mm-hmm. so, unfortunately, you know, in the free streaming or, like, the like the bargain bin, you know, whatever, like, horror kind of dominates that 
that you know particular oh, I remember working at Walmart kind of thing and now. every week we would just put out more even even if it wasn't even close to October there would just always be a horror movie that would come out but then mm. October was the worst well just and like free on Comcast the, on demand right back just the, day, the amount the, of the shit that's thrown at the wall movies, with yeah. horror movies you know, for sure yeah and so like there's there's sort of an appeal to that you know and and a discussion to be had I guess about like post irony you know in 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 horror filmmaking mm-hmm. because we've We've kind of come full circle in in that, like, you know, the whole fucking uh, goddamn, like, uh, what was it, like, kung fu or karate, the the super 80-ified... Kung Fury? Kung, kung Fury! Fury. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so, like, Kung Fury is a good version of that, and then there's a lot of really pale imitations of yeah. that. Yes, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. of something that, like, knows what it is, but doesn't know enough of the source material that it's referencing from to actually make a competent kind of jab at that or like something that's evocative of its era like it it follows Mm -hmm. has done its homework on on that era of film that mm-hmm. it's trying to evoke and that's it's why it's specifically effective. trying to be a john carpenter movie yeah. sure i yeah. still haven't seen that one i wasn't there for the sure. other episode and, and it, i want to watch it and it's it's effective you know because that movie knows what it is right. but it's it's not leaning into the garbage element of it you know in a way that i find grotesque <laughs> and that's why raymond yeah. and andy really liked crawl but well maybe maybe uh, that's that's sammy's point i don't know he's not affiliated with me but but so so, yeah i was kind of uh you know in a in a pickle trying to pick something but then i saw that this was on there and i was like oh man have we done creep has anybody seen creep and i don't think any but you you'd seen creep i had not you'd not seen creep what's funny is i remember you recommending me watch this yeah when you first watched it when we worked together yeah and i was like that sounds interesting mm-hmm. and then i forgot all about it and he brought it up and i was like oh this is the same movie he tried to get me to watch like five mm-hmm. years ago well and that was before i was really cognizant of like who the duplass brothers were right. or anything so like yeah. i went into that without any of, of that mm-hmm. you know kind of leading me by the nose or anything mm-hmm. so like i just objectively enjoyed it because you know as if there is one particularly villainous <laughs> vein of this you know free to stream horror kind of schlock it's the handy cam thing mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. got done to fucking death you know yeah. obviously there are you know there was like the sort of the originator with it with a uh, blair witch mm-hmm. and then sort of a resurgence with it with cloverfield yep. mm-hmm. and so then there was just and a paranormal activity kind of did it differently did yeah right. and and in a novel way and you know yeah paranormal activity res- yeah. resurgence and that there, sets yeah. off everything which yeah. including this movie because it's blumhouse i would argue mm-hmm. that the first three paranormal activities are very good we yeah saw, i never saw three. we saw the two and, good we saw two and three in theaters it's yeah. very effective yeah, yeah totally yeah. i mean like like and then after a certain point i've been beat over the head with like jump scare handy cam bullshit yes. uh-huh. to where they again pay limitations of a good thing right that are free to stream you know <laughs> yeah. and it's good just to watch when you're like trying to you know get drunk when you're like 19 or 20 or whatever mm-hmm. you know like that's 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 fine for that and then after that i'm just kind of bored so it was nice with creep where it does squarely fall into that model and it clocks in at like an hour 17 with credits yeah yeah and it does everything it needs to it feels long it feels way longer I thought for sure I thought for sure it had ended at one point Uh yeah I was like oh this movie's over it's done and I was like nope nope it's still going (laughs) yep and so yeah i was excited to to present this one because it really is the exception to the rule and it comes so late in the game and it really mm-hmm. did surprise me when i did watch it because i had watched so many that were so bad for so long mm-hmm. that this one really stood out 
And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm curious as to what uh, what you boys thought about it. So uh, Andy had seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you see it? I I saw it maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. We Emily, my fiance, had seen it and she really liked it. She had mm-hmm. seen Creep and Creep too, and so she was like, "Well, here's she loves watching horror movies." Of all kinds. And so she was like, wait, here's one that we haven't, that you haven't seen. Let's watch it. And we watched that and Creep 2 back to back. And I, I think it's really good because of how simple it is. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of, it it is an example of what Blumhouse does best. Because this Mm -hmm. is one of the first early Blumhouse movies. That's not like a paranormal activity, which is like how they, how they started it. This is seven years later. So it's before Blumhouse is the brand. Right, right. So Mm -hmm. it was like they, you know, make it simple, make it for an incredibly low budget. Mm -hmm. And then whatever you, whatever you make off of that is to pretty much just profit. Mm -hmm. Right. So micro budget horror. Exactly. And I think this movie did really well once it got onto Netflix. Oh, I'm sure. Because that's where most people see it. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a quick horror movie. It has a really good poster. The poster mm-hmm. is just the um, the shot of him where With, he's in silhouette on the porch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a t- which is a scary scene. <laughs> which is a very tense scene. Yeah. But that's a good poster for a horror movie, in it my is. opinion. Yeah. And I think that um, most of the time, I th- I think the Duplass brothers are very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. a huge fan of like their mumblecore. Right. Stuff. I'm not a fan of so, mumblecore in general. So exactly. Yeah, I won't, but yeah, I think I won't, I won't say help me out with what else have they done. Uh, well, Mark is uh, mainly, I think, known to a wider audience for being in the league. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the well, one he's the main. He's the main character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The creep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And and they're both they they produce a lot of stuff. They do mm-hmm. like documentary stuff. Like, uh-huh. uh, did you see uh, Wild Wild Country? Yeah, that was. Uh-uh. That that's was that was about like the the Rajneesh uh, Puram, which set up like a commune in like northern Oregon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they were the I think the executive producers on that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And um, yeah, so they 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 do a lot of different things. Low budget indie stuff. Mm-hmm. Although he showed up in uh, the morning show because I follow mm-hmm. Mark Duplass mm-hmm. on Twitter and he nonstop tweets about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so they're probably contractual. Two guys in this are brothers? No. No. Oh, okay. no. All right. So but he, the, the he other was brother, just himself doing yeah. it. Gotcha. The other okay. brother, Jay, is like a behind-the-camera guy and Mark is gotcha. the actor. Mm-hmm. Cool. But they do everything together, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the guy who played Aaron in this is, is the, the director. director. Uh-huh. Okay. And apparently the movie was born out of them having, like, weird conversations mm-hmm. and them trying to, like, weird each other out with mm-hmm. their conversations. And they were like, well, let's film this as, like, an awkward comedy mm. and then after they screened it to people people were like make it a horror movie yeah <laughs> oh um, i would it'd be interesting to see the the original cut of that yeah to see if, how it was just an awkward comedy uh mark duplass was also an executive producer on the documentary evil genius which is one of my favorite oh. true crime shows. oh that's right yeah i was trying to remember the other true crime thing that he had done yeah. Uh, but he produces a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I guess he's also a true crime guy because he did like a Manson family movie mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Huh. But I think that this movie is really successful in, you know, keeping it simple, very focused on the story that it wants to tell. Mm-hmm. It's scary in a realistic enough way that, you know, it's still at the end you want to scream at Aaron for going for going and seeing he him. He does some do mm-hmm. he does some dumb stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, but I feel like the oh, movie, I'll get into that. <laughs> but I feel like the movie does a decent enough job of selling you as to why he can 
mm-hmm. how he can convince himself to do it. Yeah. You know, you can sit there and be like, oh my god, that's so stupid. But I can see how he was able to convince himself mm-hmm. into doing it. Yeah. I don't think it's smart or the right thing to do. I, right. Now. I think once it crossed a certain threshold, like in the house, yeah. I understand, yes. you know, as far as like... I guess feeling some weird maybe compulsion to be professional or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or just like I am very much a personality that would be steamrolled by a guy that like hugging too much yeah, <laughs> and right. shit like that. Yeah, totally. You know, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, like up to a point in there and like I think it's after it's it's in the post, mm-hmm. it's in the falling action or whatever yeah. once he's just filming stuff in his own house or whatever. And he walks out of his own house to see what the noise was was when I was like, are you, what are you doing? Well, no, and he was even even like agreeing to go to the park after the dvd had been delivered by cutting through the screen on his window it doesn't really matter what's on the dvd uh, at that point like it could just be red dawn which is something that i would enjoy watching objectively in pretty much every situation right. but the fact that it was delivered that way i'd say no thank no, you thank you return to sender what i thought was so great about check please uh duplass is hit even like literally up to the point of him wheeling back with the axe i was like he's just gonna yell and scare him like i still had that thought in my because of how he was just back and forth the whole time of like just being kind of weird but also being like oh i was just joking until that axe came down i was like he's just gonna say that he was he's gonna yell and say he was joking like i still kind of had that like up until that that, moment you can kind of you can convince yourself that he's just a very troubled person right yes and and then then the very last scene the very last shot that you get you're like oh no this is a this is a serial killer yeah i think the movie does something really smart in the first 10 minutes which just like it endears you like to mark duplass's character that he is he reveals that he's dying of cancer that he's like he's beat cancer multiple times and now he's dying of cancer and he's trying to make like the premise of him trying to make like a final like send off for his own son you like it immediately is like like everything he does is weird but also i feel really bad for him uh-huh. so like and at the same time it, he like talks about it, the uh, tumor in his brain so he explains right. like some of my how i act uh-huh. is because of this tumor in my brain so like sorry you know like he totally right. sets that and up it's like you from that moment forward you're constantly like self-doubting every choice mm-hmm. along with the director of like it, like yes this is getting weirder but also feel really bad for him like the whole times and right until like it starts getting weirder we like you could just explain it away but like he's just having like an end of life crisis yeah right every, until he just gets the weirdest and i really like like every time <laughs> it like almost went over the edge yeah and then like he like explained himself well, uh-huh. so like they went into the woods and like got lost but then he's like here's the heart we found it. it's like oh so it wasn't that he was actually right. like trying to so every time there was something that was like uh-huh. oh this is kind of weird he would like explain Brings himself you back. like oh yeah. all right okay maybe not <laughs> It's just like, it's a, oh boy, I had such quite a time watching this. Yeah. It's been, I'm not, I'm not often scared or put off by horror movies, not, not because they aren't effective, but because most of the time I'm like fascinated with how they made them mm-hmm. or like how, like how things were achieved or like looking at how they do effects, but in like handicam kind of stuff, there's so little to focus on that like I find myself drawn into it more. Yeah. Because it's like there is so little that they've. I know they've got so little to use that every shot's got to be like really effective. Mm-hmm. So I was like halfway in. It's like I have no idea what's gonna happen, but it's fucking. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I spent most of my time like in Hereditary, kind of just like, especially once 
Aaron leaves the house, just like, or like the Mark Duplass's house. Once he leaves that, I spent most of the time like looking at the corners and looking at the sides of frames, seeing where is that pays off later. Where is it? I was so scared that when he yeah when he would wake up Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night and like talk to the camera, Uh I was like, you're gonna see that mask. You're gonna see that mask up in the background. It's it's so effective because that costs literally nothing for built-in suspense and dread just to Mm -hmm. film your frame with like extra shit just on like the side, or you're not in the center of it. Where like I'm constantly just looking through a window. Yes. (laughs) Well, and I I watched it sort of in the perfect way to watch it, which is sort of like the cliche, like, date night thing Mm -hmm. or whatever, where, like, I'd grab, it was, like, pizza in a movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, like, those were honestly probably, like, the tensest parts Uh where he's, like, doing the little video diaries where nothing is gonna happen. Like, nothing, nothing, (laughs) it's just that big empty black space in the frame where you're like where's peach fuss where are you motherfucker i know you're back there motherfucker yep, exactly. and yeah and and those are the tensest parts where we're both like ah yeah. <laughs> and it's it's very effective and yeah. andy, andy and i did that too we were yeah. cuddling up to each other I went, over, I went over to andy's to watch it we didn't cuddle up but we you just immediately contradicted yourself <laughs> no you didn't no, we, we didn't, didn't cuddle. We didn't cuddle up. We, we, we did have tubby time after. Yeah, we did have. Uh, tubby. <laughs> we had to have the tubby time. You got it. The movie makes you feel so time. dirty that afterwards you need some tubby time. <laughs> Just staring at some candles. <laughs> Do you like the fire, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, you like the fire. <laughs> who who was doing the the little uh, the the this little piggy with who or did you each get a turn? We each got a turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah we we switch off. <laughs> We time it out. <laughs> so just when he like it's goes, only fair. when he goes to take off his pants, he's like, "Oh no, it's just gonna get weirder from here." <laughs> like he's like, "Buckle in, yeah, <laughs> like, buckle oh, up, all right. <laughs> cool." I hated when the when he called like towards the end of the movie, he calls him buddy. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's in one of his videos that he sends him. He calls uh-huh. him buddy, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> sends him that little locket. That's so cute. I love like the sort of indignant tone in the next video. It's just like, you know, like, okay, like throwing away the other stuff, I get it. But when I found the locket in the trash, <laughs> that really hurt. You know, that's something I can't get over. When I was digging through your personal effects without your knowledge and I found that, I felt betrayed. You know, I felt like it was a trespass. <laughs> you know? I don't know. There's a certain point. When he takes that rock and writes J plus A, on the rock. That's mm-hmm. it for me. That's I, oh, that's, that's is, over for you. Why mm-hmm. is why does he not like even question it? He's just like because you know, they just cool. had like a happy fun time in the pool. Yeah, yeah. He just said tubby time. You don't have a fucking problem every time I do that. Yeah, yeah it's different. Oh, okay. I, I know you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's true. If you had just yeah, met me and I did it, that yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. just a okay. weird. All right. uh, I'll concede. Well, yeah. that when he's like, do you know where we're at? And he's like, no. Well, I, he's like we've turned so no. many times and he's like yeah, nah, I no. don't know <laughs> we're just going forward man <laughs> oh alright and then it just cuts to them in the diner it's like oh well he obviously knew how to get back because they found it yeah. <laughs> or whatever yeah right but and it immediately goes to like setting you off off pace again when he's like oh I know the bet like they got the best pancakes we're gonna go there and they show up and he's like oh what's good and, like, like, oh, and well, it's like that whole thing like he yeah. just immediately brushes it off where he's like I I thought you like you came here with your family. I was like, oh yeah, I, I do. Well, I have a new, new ownership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was such a good creep. He was. He, it made me want to just like immediately just watch the second one because I was like, it just he's so good at just being creepy. Yeah, Mark Duplass is a guy I think is a lot like Jason Bateman, where they've understood like a, the quadrant in which they operate in best, which is somewhere between like a, like a, a 
unrepentant sarcastic asshole and also just like deeply weird mm-hmm. and yeah. so like their best performances are just like somewhere in the middle there and so like mark duplass is always doing some mixture of that and he knows that it's like well it's yeah. effective yeah. well honestly <laughs> like you think about i mean it's a weird kind of poll but jason bateman and fucking juno where like yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like through most of the movie he's just like you know cool grunge stepdad or whatever uh-huh. yeah. and then it's just like oh you want to fuck her and so like yeah like so they're they're good at that uh-huh. yeah they're, yeah very good. i mean like he spent mark duplass has spent years on the league where he's just like he's kind of like a, a fucking dennis from it's always sunny character where he's just sure. like a sociopath but it's played more for laughs because it's always sunny gets more deranged every season. Yeah. But it's still like, does he have tools? <laughs> yeah. For things. Yeah. But it, it's like in that he is also, I watched all of the league, and, you know, despite some of its faults, it's still, I think a really funny uh, uh, ensemble, mm-hmm. but it's uh, most, most, most of that show is Mark Duplass being like, it's, it's an insane portrayal of like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like they're just playing it off as normal because he's one of their friends because mm. they're all assholes mm. yeah but like he can play funny and he can play like weird and then he can also like when i saw uh safety not guaranteed that like was, a month I ago i was gonna bring that up yeah yeah uh-huh. that that movie i think only works and it it, it kind of falls apart towards the end because they stop questioning the character right but i think it really only works because he is like endearingly weird in that movie where like you excuse his behaviors you're like I mean, he's like really, like, he's he's like full forward with how weird he is, and like mm-hmm. possibly like mental problems or something. But like, it endears you to him as like a real person, yeah, and not like a characteristic thing, you know, like a heightened character. So like in this, he's weird the whole movie, mm-hmm. but like it's a believable kind of weird where they give you a setup and a premise that like yeah it's believable that he would be like this weird of a guy it's not like it never is like too much too quickly right yeah and you're, but you're you're just always questioning it even uh-huh. though like because he like explains even in the back of your mind like he probably doesn't have a kid or a wife or well, like, i started wondering like 45 <laughs> minutes in i'm like where is his family yeah, yeah right yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, well like the like the weirdness isn't even really rooted so much in his general personality mm-hmm. like he's just like he's got the affect of like a fucking youth pastor yeah you know mm-hmm. and, like the jump scares and too many hugs yes like there's that's a type <laughs> right and, and, and they lead youth groups <laughs> it's, him, it's him jumping back and forth to like deeply unsettling personal behavior and then like weird youth pastor <laughs> like, yeah i'm gonna give you a hug right now because that's what we're gonna do we're gonna be friends do you ever think about death what's the, <laughs> yeah. ever done? What's the most shameful thing you've ever done <laughs> will you tell me about it <laughs> you wanted to kill me uh, uh, yeah yeah i fucking did i mean i think this movie also does a good job of like you don't know what's gonna happen next mm-hmm. like i had a split thought when it when you see uh aaron um put drug or his whiskey uh-huh. i was like what if he's the creep like mm. I had that thought, like, what if he, it turns that he's the one that's actually the one, like, messing? Like, I was like, I really don't know mm-hmm, where this mm-hmm. is gonna head. Yeah. And so. and I think again, that's that's sort of this is playing into knowing what movie you're making right. in the best way, as far as like having those stupid fucking jump scares in mm-hmm. there of just like having him have that personality or whatever, where it's like this build up. It's it's not. 
So there's a, there's an expectation because you're going into a horror movie that there are going to be jump scares, especially with the handy cam bullshit. Right. Where like the forced perspective of going like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> and then turning around and then having it be right there, it's too fucking easy. Yes. You know, and so it does that in a really superficial way, like eight times right. or whatever, which is building a completely different element of dread and terror or whatever which is that this guy's gonna snap and fucking kill this guy mm. with an axe yeah. eventually uh -huh. so like once you kind of wise to that thread mm. you know the jump scares are annoying mm. until they're legitimately scary right where you're yeah. just looking for them in the dark and they're not there anymore yep. and yep. so like that first half of the movie is is you know kind of smacking you with stupid jump scares mm -hmm. and it's kind of like i think sort of like a meta poke at jump scares mm, yes, as a thing for sure so that you're fucking just dreading them for the rest of the yeah. thing oh. when you're actually supposed to be scared of them. i did the classic like trying to get it far away from the uh -huh. tv when he went outside to check what was outside of his house i was like going backwards i was like please no well there's like there's at least two times in that in that area of the movie where like it's dark outside and he like goes to look like either around his house or outside and it does like turn one way with like your night light on the camera and then turning the other way and you're like totally expecting that to be yes. the payoff to the jump scare yeah and then it doesn't give it to you no nope. right. yeah. it edges you on the jump scare brings you right there so you have this movie is just edging us <laughs> god damn it <laughs> and then i guess the jump like the double jump scare at the end is just the equivalent of like hammering your balls with a rubber mallet uh, yeah <laughs> i think that it's it I, I think that it's very good in the way that it, it is aware of how people react to jump scares. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very aware of what the audience is expecting and that mm -hmm. people are people know what to expect with horror movies now. Mm -hmm. in, in the same way that I think that like The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2 right. have some of the best jump scares in any horror movie because James Wan knows that if you're going to do a jump scare, you can do the jump scare. But like a lot of times in those movies... It waits about three seconds longer than when the jump scare would come mm -hmm. in. Yes. So you're it it wait. He knows how long it'll take the audience to go. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, maybe it's not. And then it comes back. In. Uh -huh. And it, it'll usually in that come from like he'll frame it in a way to where you're supposed to be looking. There's this big open space in the screen. You're going okay. Mm -hmm. Something's gonna jump out from that mm -hmm. big open space there. And then something will come from the other side of the screen. Mm -hmm. It's a, like a, all the jump scares in that movie are determined to fake you out on what you think is going to happen. And mm -hmm. in a way that I think this movie goes all in. Mm -hmm. and, and like you said, it's going to hit you with it so much. So you're and they're like, cheap. They're dumb. And they're cheap. Mm -hmm. And it's, it knows it's like, that. And it's also playing into the reality of the thing that this is a cheap, dumb thing that dumb people do. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like, and it is it's something agitating. that someone would totally do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the brilliance of it is that it, evol it eventually evolves into where you're actually very scared <laughs> because mm -hmm. because you know what's going to happen. And I just love the like reveal of him being at his door, uh -huh. like because you don't like uh -huh. he's perfectly standing in the middle of his his room that you can't see that door, and he moves right as you then see that he's at that door. It's just oh, oh. scuttles off. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I do think probably the weakest part of the movie is when he calls the police, and they're just like, oh, we can't do anything, and that's like the end of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I would believe that he would be at such a wit's end that he would go try and talk to him if he's like tried to contact the police right. or they've shown up and been like yeah there's nothing we can do other than just you hear a one-sided phone call of mm. him being like well fuck you then yeah because yeah, i was like that's not really what the cops would do they would come and check it out you know like i don't know that's what i guess my maybe 
Maybe. Depending, like, but it's, it's, it's been similar. proven time and time again this year that all cops are bastards. So. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a it's a fine like reaction to have to like I think that might be like what that's a realistic expectation of the cops, but also he's got DVDs that the guy has felt and like mementos of the guy has left, so you could at the very least like mm-hmm. put Show a cop on, a car outside and he's got yeah. proof. Yeah. Right. The only thing I didn't like about this movie was it does the same fucking thing that I, I always had a problem with in the original Paranormal Activity, which is there is stuff happening within the camera that they are doing for you, the audience, that like the person wielding the camera never acknowledges, which happens once in the original Paranormal Activity right before the end. And this has the same thing right before the end where fucking uh, Mark Duplass's character is behind Aaron while he's sleeping he like cuts off a lock of his hair and it's recorded and that's on his camera and so he just like picks up the camera and starts recording and apparently never looked at that because he like never that's a good point yeah Yeah. but it's like he never looks at his own footage but like that happens once in the the original paranormal activity where like a Ouija board gets set on fire on the camera and like they keep acting like everything's normal so like it's for (laughs) you the audience but like the guy wielding the camera who is behind like this is my footage I'm looking at the camera he like never looks at, like, the last scary thing that happens to him right before he dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, if he would have saw this, seen that, then that wouldn't have right. been, Like, he would have gotten out exactly. of it, you know? Like, exactly. Yeah. And, see, that's where what we talked about, like, it mm-hmm. felt like it was a lot longer than the uh-huh. 17 because I thought for sure the ending was him burying. He was, like, right. digging. I was like, that's the end. The, those bags of the body, that's Aaron in those bags. Right. Pause you're probably wondering end. how I got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Like, it does. It's always like, oh, it's still him. And then it keeps it going. It fully wants you to believe. Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. 100%. But I was like, I feel like it could have ended there. That's like, funny, because that's only, like, good, 45 but... minutes in. Uh-huh. Right, and there's still so much left. And I, I, I like the ending. Mm-hmm. And I, But I was like, oh, where now? I was like, oh, now when is it going to end? Was kind of my uh, thought, you know, after that wasn't actually the now you don't know where it's going right exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then from uh, and i like we were talking about with like if you were put in that situation i mm-hmm. totally like pretty much was like aaron's doing what like i feel like a normal yeah. guy would do but then at, once it doesn't in there he then does things that i don't i think is yeah. just scary movie things that people would do because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, like going out of his house and like not actually like or going just the fact that he was like oh look at his sad face yeah. i gotta go i was like no you don't know <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not at all no. not even a little bit <laughs> even like running the logistics of like you are so much bigger than him like yeah. i mean yeah, crazy goes a long way like mm-hmm. i won't i won't yeah, right. i won't knock that but strength. you got the wingspan brother come on <laughs> you got the reach but, come on keep him out keep him at a distance like but then he God. he does uh joseph or whatever his actual name yeah. is but um does point out that he's like i can't believe he didn't turn around and it was because he thought i was a good person the whole time so i mean that kind of i guess goes to mm. why he did what he did he decided to go because he just believed that that thought he was just like mentally tortured yeah i was just trying to help him i guess mm-hmm. but... Ugh. Ugh. all of all of peach fuzz is really distressing peach fuzz mm. even the story right out of the get-go i was like that's not that can't be true there's no way that a dad would put that on and like <laughs> sing a song well and the a very song, obviously... song feels very made up yes yeah, so i was gonna say spot. very improvised song that he does so then is I mean, obviously, the story that he tells is not true about his wife. So, what is that all about? I, I mean, mm-hmm. 
Strange man does strange things. <laughs> yeah. All I could think of was when it was it was just a black screen and they were talking. It made me think of Popstar when they're talking and the bees attack them. <laughs> I was like, what's going to happen that we're not going to get to see? <laughs> Please tell me you were recording that. You told me to turn the camera on. Fuck! <laughs> Here comes the queen! <laughs> yeah. So that was it. But I, I, I just wonder, what was his thought? Why, why does he decide to share that story? What? I think he's kind of like... You know, he's got big Heath Ledger Joker energy to where he's like, I just, he gets off on lying mm-hmm. and telling these stories and stringing the guy along. And he, he wants Aaron to be intrigued enough to where he can mm. keep fucking with him, basically. Mm. That's what I, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then after, because I, I totally thought he was going to, because I knew he was going to show up when Aaron was sleeping. I thought for sure he was going to be wearing peach fuzz, mm. tie him up, <laughs> and then that was going oh, to... I was like, I, oh, I was like no. that's where this is going. Cause this, is what he, this is what he likes to do, apparently. <laughs> but it didn't. Thank God. Yeah. Um, we're we're all deeply thankful. <laughs> yes. Very much. That we don't live in that darkest timeline where that's, in fact, true. Peach fuzz shows up in a public place. Yeah. Which... Broad day is... with the AK. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting uh, there's an interesting move on the movie's part that it mm-hmm. like it goes out of its way to be like this is a public place mm-hmm. it's safe, safe here, there's yeah. people here and then he just doesn't fucking care he just fucking axes him in the head in the middle of the day check off's mm-hmm. axe as i said when it first showed it i was like he's gonna use that axe later for mm-hmm. sure, sure did. Yeah, gotta. that was what one thing we did talk about of like how because with these cam movies um that that axe hit Mm-hmm. seems like really well done we were I trying to like it. i how, hate how, how well do, it, yeah, yeah like yeah, how do they do that movies. and andy was thinking because it was distance that you would think it could have been rubber it could have been like a rubber one and they just he just like you hit and you go down he's a big fella he could take it well yeah <laughs> or they just did it yeah he did direct creep too oh okay so, all right, all right. but maybe <laughs> maybe they already had that mechanic maybe they already did yeah i i Man, it's a handicap movie the clock's in at less than an hour and a half how fucking long can it take to make i did go to film school with with a guy in my first year of film school we were watching a short film and he had made a a short that he, that was about like a uh, a home intruder mm-hmm. and the person was like trying to sneak down to catch the home intruder and part of the movie was he steps he steps on a thumbtack and screams mm-hmm. because it's painful oh, don't tell me and we, actually... we, we were no. watching afterwards oh. and my teacher was like that looks like really good how did you fake that he goes fake it and we all went no <laughs> <laughs> and then they, oh, and then no. he was like oh we gotta watch that again and we were like no, no. Don't make us watch it again. he was like no i actually just full-on stepped on he was like i was trying to get it to go in between my toes but i miscalculated and just stepped on it and that was the one that looked the best and we were like oh my god i mean for your art <laughs> there's so many easy ways <laughs> to make that oh god so yeah that that accent is it's, well, it's what a uh, fucking goober <laughs> <laughs> well it's like it's, it's so it's so upsetting because it doesn't look like anything because that's actually how like that would happen. It's not right. like a dramatic death. It's the, just like a yeah. like a horror movie, like the it's sound just, effect of it. It's the, just yeah. right, like a straight thud, uh, and like so the fact that it plays like that is like, oh fuck, that was real. <laughs> yeah. It feels real. Yes. Yeah. 
And like Sammy was saying, this is probably the spookiest movie that we've watched yeah, so thanks. far. Yeah, yeah. you picked the spookiest Absolutely one. You spooky. said you weren't gonna. You said you weren't gonna pick a spooky, the spookiest one, and you, you did so far. I was thoroughly spooked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's effective. Uh, Amy, it's 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 tough when I just I gotta I gotta find a, a really I gotta find a tactical nuke. Although also <laughs> on brand for you to pick, um, like your Halloween movie is the movie with the most monologuing, and we watched Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um i was i was you know while we were sitting here talking about it i was thinking like we can kind of wrap up this conversation mm-hmm. by talking about like what what is their favorite found footage it doesn't have to be a found footage horror movie but oh like, yeah what, what, what's everybody's favorite found footage movie i think mine is probably the first vhs oh man that's such a oh, great movie it's wow. so i think that's a that's like the perfect version of the concept revolves around found footage uh-huh. it makes sense that you would be watching that it's like a creepy haunted tape right. that you are watching except i mean except for a couple of the middle ones like the the glasses that the found the first footage one. is in the glasses yeah. and then <laughs> the, the skype shut call. up <laughs> i'll that's, just i'll never get the image out of my head of the it's demon, fun watching the demon coming out over the wall and going Dada. that's from <laughs> that's two, two. That's two. Oh, okay which that's that is the best that's part that is the best part of all of vhs and it's the final of the yeah. second and i believe yeah. that one's directed by adam wingard probably i mean he did the he did the he was i can't remember which one he did in the first one but all the directors in the first one did that last like halloween night one uh that is like the best one of those other than the succubus and i think the succubus one also messed me i mean Uh i love the watching dean cook get his like taking balls ripped off (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. totally the succubus like it's not dean cook but it looks like right yeah vhs2 was like good and like i was like that uh-huh. was a good movie it's fine vhs one like that would creep me out the succubus yeah. one was like that yeah. like, that messed me up a little I mean, bit yeah, and the haunted like, house one that they the haunted house is like is my favorite because it's it it's is so the most cool. it's like it, yeah, it the, feels the like they worked backwards from that the, one yeah yeah that one's cool yeah. and the um and that was micro budget too wasn't it yeah yeah well yeah exactly. we like pause it we're like how'd they do that? you had to explain like i was like uh-huh. how'd they even do that and mm-hmm. so that was yeah it was really well cool. even the one of uh it was it. It's everybody else's like least favorite in it, but it was the the one with the the um the couple on vacation. Oh yeah, or whatever. Like watching that one unwind for me is so fucking horrifying because <laughs> yeah. it's it's way more real. Right. I like that one. The one I yeah. just like the most in that is the Skype call because it's like it's weird, but it just makes no sense like into premise wise why yeah. it's happening. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. That's fine, but yeah. why is it here? The the in the second one, the one with the mm-hmm. cult. Yeah, the, with the, the with the demon that says yes. Dada, that yeah. one is the most the one that stays with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, because not insane. only is it, not only does it have all the creepy imagery of scary cult, mm-hmm. it also adds in scary cult that is bringing a demon with really mm-hmm. cool and effective effects. Yeah, only God forgives, but God is not feeling very forgiving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, Adam, because of those movies, I believe that's what Adam Wingard was able to make the the Blair Witch remake. Mm. Which did you see that? I did. See I remember. That. I remember us talking about that. But I, I think there are several good parts about it, uh-huh. and it is overall a bad movie. Ah, damn. Okay. Okay. It, it is surrounded by a bunch of really bad and stupid things. I mean, that's but there are some really effective found footage things in there that are cool. I think found footage just messes me up the most, and mm. so I have not watched Blair Witch because I just don't know. I don't the feel first, like I even can. the first one. I have not. Wow. Watched the first one. The first I have one seen. Um, Blair Thumb, Thumb Witch, whatever the oh, okay. Thumb oh, yeah, version yeah, yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. I've seen that. Uh, internet history. <laughs> That's probably fun. Yeah. I think the coolest part about that Blair Witch remake was that it was for like a couple months leading up to Comic-Con. It was Adam Wingard 
he had made a found footage movie called The Woods. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, it's going to premiere at Comic-Con. And there was like a free screening. It was a premiere. You can go see it. It's this little, it's this low budget found footage horror movie about called The Woods, about scary woods. People went in to see it and their people realized as they were watching it that it is a Blair Witch movie. Yeah. And when they came out of the theater, all of the promotional stuff around L.A. had changed to mm-hmm. Blair Witch. Because uh, it was like there was posters for was The Woods and everything. Video. And then it was like, yeah, when they came out, it was Blair Witch everywhere. And it was mm-hmm. huge. And so, like, you get a really good, like, social media reaction mm-hmm. from that. And then the movie came out and it was like, eh, the movie's not very good. <laughs> a lot of that enjoyment came with the reveal that it was Blair Witch. Right. That's right. a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, par- I think for me it's like a mix between Cloverfield and Paranormal Activity just for like watchability of them yeah. mm-hmm. like Paranormal Activity is a movie where like on its face isn't isn't the scariest but it was like the fact it, it stayed with me a long time and like kept me up at night because most mm-hmm. of the scares in that movie are like just weird noises and sounds and like things that can be explained away by like just living in a drafty house. See, I, think... that, that was gonna, I was going to say that that was my pick too because uh, I slept with the lights on for two weeks after seeing that movie, mm-hmm. and we watched it before they had done the change the ending to set up for sequels. So we oh. saw the, like the original ending, and it was like before we like someone said like oh it's real like they because mm-hmm. they like they they didn't show it for the premiere or what do you they like mm-hmm. I literally thought it was real oh my for God. a certain amount of time, and I was like just laying in bed and thinking. At any point, a demon, a visible demon, could just pull me out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't sleep for the longest time. So that yeah. one, I pick. I, I think that's my favorite, just because of how much it messed me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's so I gotta pick. I gotta pick. Like, and it fucked with well, my yeah. sleep for like several weeks after yeah. I saw it, and I was like. I must have been, I think, 17. So I wasn't, like, easily spooked either, but it was, like, right. the majority of the scares in that movie are the just, like, weird sounds. I imagine like... it's, like, a similar tre- reaction that audiences had when the original Nightmare on Elm Street came oh, out. Oh, sure. Because it's kind of, like, sleep yeah. is... If you can't sleep, like, that's where that's you're where, safe. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. So, like, the yeah. things can fuck with you while while you sleep. That's, mm-hmm. like, the worst thing because uh-huh. then, you're, then you're battling, like, being tired. And the other, mm-hmm. the other problem was that their driveway was the same as one of our friends. And their kitchen was exactly like one of our friends. <laughs> where we, we watched it. Where we watched it as yeah. well. And I was like, nope. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> so that yeah. didn't help at all either. And then we did... we. See, and, I, and maybe it was because we saw it in theaters. I mean, the jump scares really got me, but the other, the two and the three, I, I think, were less scary for me because I was like, oh, that this is happening to a specific family. Hmm. It can't happen to me. <laughs> I'm okay now. You're like, okay. like, they're good movies and they're fun to watch, but it didn't mess me up as the first one because mm-hmm. the first one was like, this could happen to anybody. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> ugh. The third one has very similar imagery to the, the VHS cult. Sure. Yes, yeah, there's mm-hmm. definitely like some that one's stuff. scary. The yeah. demon oh. is very similar. When a yeah. man's uh-huh. back breaks backward, yeah, we that is a time, yeah, yeah. The original ending is sticks with me, where mm. the it's the original ending, I believe, is where you know she kills her husband in his mm-hmm. sleep, uh-huh. and then the cops show up, and the de- and, well, but the demon leaves like right just in time for the her to be like, yeah. Oh, I'm okay, and then they shoot her, yeah. That's what the there original are three endings. Is. There's another one they workshopped and never aired, but it's like it exists, I think, on the DVD or something mm-hmm. like that. Because I, after I saw the movie, I ended up like finding online mm-hmm. the other endings and watching them. It was like, yeah, the one in the movie is like I think the most effective for setting yeah. up a sequel. But well, like yes. the, that original ending is unsettling. That's, that's the one, and, I, yeah. and I believe what happened was they, I was like that demon left a kick for me. <laughs> <laughs> it played at a bunch of film festivals, one of which Steven Spielberg was at and saw Spielberg, it, and, right? and Spielberg. 
loves horror movies. Mm-hmm. He has always loved horror yeah, movies. Sure. And he saw it and was like obsessed with it and was like, I want to produce this, I want to sell it, but you should change the ending so you can have sequels and the smartest thing you could have ever so done. So the, the, the one that ends up being the ending is the, the husband gets thrown at the camera and yeah. then she comes up and like eats the camera or whatever yeah, the hell yeah. is the kind of it's, how just, it ends. it's not a very good ending, but for setting up for sequels, right. yes, it, sure. right. it works. And it's, Yeah, it's the a, original one is like, she murders him and then like the camera just is going for a while. Yes. And then police. Uh, like all. several minutes. Yeah. And then, yeah. I think that's the ending I remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, and that's the one that I remember. There was a, off in space after she originally there was a, or whatever. a mm. fan campaign where like they would only bring it to theaters if enough people demanded yep. it. Wow, because that they, was like yeah, you had to have a certain amount of people sign that they were going to see the movie. I remember having like a, a MySpace campaign for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And it was like it, it was an ad that was like people the, seeing the screening, them being like, if you want to see it, you got to put like push a button on on this website that's and say what you want to go. Most of the ad campaign for <laughs> yeah. that movie was a lot Man. of the trailers were footage placed in theaters of people wa- yeah. watching it which uh-huh. i think is a very effective campaign yeah. for a movie like raymond that. went all the way out to the internet well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i dug back into my top eight. Oh boy got himself I, two buckets of internet and yeah. walk back three quarter mile <laughs> then i tell everyone uphill. about my day on life journey <laughs> uphill, uphill both ways <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Be sure to upload my photos on DeviantArt and Flickr. And that's before the internet even got warmed up by the fire. <laughs> we were just getting cranking. Done here three hours to, to upload one single JPEG. Hadn't even tucked in your shirt yet. That's the amount of time. <laughs> oh, I know. Sitting through that there dial-up. Just one titty. <laughs> Just waiting on that one. Per hour. Per hour. Talk about it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, oh, TJ, fuck. do you have your pick? Is, is Creep your pick or do you have... I mean, now I gotta kind of pick like a hot take because all the good ones are gone now. But, uh... I actually won that another one that I recall that was was fun was called uh, Frankenstein's Army. Um, which is actually sort of like a, a sleeper hit for me. Oh. It was like 2013. It's sort of in the wake of like Call of Duty and things. So where there was like a fixation on like Nazis and zombies and things. Yeah. Um, so it's it's sort of that, but it's like a, like a found footage from like a Soviet film crew that finds like a Nazi lab where they oh. were doing experiments. Wow. And there's a bunch of super cool practical effects in it where like yeah. uh, there's like a bunch of, you know, crazy man machine things and mm. whatever. And it was a it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah. I'll 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 recommend that. Made me that think one. of. Have you seen? I'm sure. If anybody, Raymond, you've seen Diary of the Dead. Have you seen that one? Hmm. It's like a found no. footage. And I, I remember it like not being that good of a movie, but I was having a good time because it's like a found footage. So Why it was me? Like a, oh, because you like the like zombie like. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's, no, I yeah, seen that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have any of you guys seen As Above, So Below? No. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that one was... That, going, was a, that was a long time ago, though. And I thought that one was going to be... It was kind of promoted as, like, is your run-of-the-mill shitty found footage. It mm. was... Is it, that the Catacombs movie? Yes. yes. Ooh, and I was one. kind of expecting to hate it when mm-hmm. I watched it. I was like, this is going to be stupid. The more fun Catacombs movie is the one that's got pink in it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> but I, I actually really, really like As Above, So Below. Mm-hmm. It's I, spooky, yeah. It's really spooky. There's like a bunch of cool like alchemical themes and stuff in it. Uh-huh. You know? yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, that's, that's sort of like the... 
the the principal in alchemy or whatever. You know. <laughs> My dumbass was like, hmm, going to Paris. I watched this movie. Oh. It made me want to go nowhere fucking near those catacombs. <laughs> Did you go near the catacombs? No, oh, keep okay. me the fuck away. <laughs> I want to really bad. I was creeped enough. We went to the uh, the graveyard where Jim Morrison is buried. Oh, oh boo! They're was... constantly trying to get rid of him. Yeah, Good. get over <laughs> there. They, they have moved it. It's have not they? the the one in the movie. They have moved it to their. They're like move it to a fucking corner behind like twelve other yeah. gravestones so people can't get to it. Pitches <laughs> fat bones into the sea and be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Fat bones. Do my man Jimbo like that? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get murdered for nothing. <laughs> Courtney Love killed Jim Morrison. Whoa. <laughs> I'm saying it right wow. now. Oh, wow. wow. Fucking big if true. <laughs> That's a yeah. hot take. I have to investigate. That's a, breaking that wide open. <laughs> You're going to hear the goddamn president talking about this during a debate now. I'm putting it All out you got to do is ask why people well, are talking gotta, about it, yeah. and that's the conversation. You gotta, yeah. I mean, I imagine he's probably going to check his phone when he can't talk, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so you should tweet it. <laughs> I should tweet it at him. Big yeah, if true, why are the, the chin-scratching emoji? <laughs> why isn't the lame-ass liberal media talking about that Jim Morrison was murdered by Courtney Love? Yeah, like one eyebrow-raised emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be good. There are lots of people talking about it. Big stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. You just gotta, have you not done the thing where you actively try to get blocked by the president? <laughs> not no, yet, I yeah. should. Well, I mean, there'd be a lot of people doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, sure. I tweeted at Rudy yesterday. I don't well, know if you saw did it. Did you ask him to no. tuck in? <laughs> he, uh, he he tweeted about the, the uh, that goddamn liar. Sasha Baron Cohen is a, is, a, is a liar, and he was just trying to tuck in his shirt. And I sent a gif of the Brady Bunch sure jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But he is a very active person. If you His like phone number is out there, and you can text him, and he will text you back. As no! Long. Yeah, as yeah. long as you send him a text that's like, I have information on Hunter Biden, he'll be like... Can you call me? Yeah, no. Yeah, multiple, no. Multiple people have done it. Oh. <laughs> Man, it feels kind of like picking on a dumb kid now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. I mean, you, you can pick on the dumb kid when the dumb kid's a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to feel that bad about it. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. This is this is a fun, uh, fun, fun pick. I'm glad. I'm glad I still managed to find a way to have fun. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you picked it. I don't know if it was between this and doing the the hate fuck that is Green Inferno. So you know, uh, I'm glad. I we don't know if you would have been able I'm... to get me to watch that one. I don't know. If that's that's not up my alley to watch those. Boy. Kind of <laughs> Well, so, well, well, you, you, you don't you, you don't like uh, c- cinematic examples of female circumcision? That's not that's not your it's not your no. bag, baby. That ain't no, it. no, <laughs> that's not it, man. That's not my bag, of, baby. This sort of thing is not my bag. <laughs> you don't not think that's it. wavy gravy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. Well, actually, the main part of fucking Green Inferno is is watching the 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 kid from Spy Kids get dismembered and eaten oh. by, by a bunch of people. That's kind of fun. Cool. Yeah, I still will not watch but, it. But yeah, I'm gonna send you the clip of that. I mean, oh, okay, all right. You, you ever think, like, Junie, no! No, Junie! Ah! You ever think we've never fingers. seen God because he's so afraid of what he created? <laughs> <laughs> Any day where I don't have to think about Eli Roth's filmography other than Inglorious Bastards is a good day for yep. me. Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that that could have been Adam Sandler, the fact that there's a universe where that's Adam Sandler. He was originally gonna be that part. And allegedly Tarantino had written an entire chapter that was going to be the backstory, but then realized very quickly that Eli Roth doesn't have the acting chops to back that up. No. So let's just give him the scene that he can do very well. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will watch Creep been... 2. 
because I really yeah. want to see the sure. second yeah. one. So. Yeah. yeah. It, I, it's I, also on Netflix. I yeah. like Creep 2 quite a bit. Well, and it was funny because I also ended up watching, like, in a reasonable time frame, I watched another one. I watched um, uh, Come to Daddy. Have you seen Has anybody seen that? No. no. I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. It's Elijah Wood. Yeah. And Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. It's, it's sort of in that Silence of the Lambs category where, like, it sort of is like, is it horror? Is it thriller? Mm-hmm. You know, like... TBS wants us to think that Silence of the Lambs is horror because that's when they get the rights to show it on television. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and that's when people get in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's fine. But, like, you know, uh, fucking the, is The Bone Collector a horror movie? Not really. It's a thriller yeah. movie. It's a psychological thriller. Yeah. So it, it was, it's sort of, yeah, it, it plays with you sort of in a hereditary way of of like what kind of movie it is but mm-hmm. yeah i mean the poster is elijah wood with a, like a baseball bat covered in blood so you and can he's got a mustache right yes because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that uh, just came out right didn't that is that pretty new last year last, last year, year. Okay. yeah cool. and but it was fun it was good i mean um uh yeah it was it was uh it was all right <laughs> but yeah i almost was like is this a contender and i was like nah let's do creep so i was glad we did creep, creep was yeah. a good pick. yeah it was, it was a good yeah. pick it was a good one. yeah well, before we head out today, we got a couple housekeeping things to talk about. Yeah, oh, everyone's favorite thing. Everyone's yeah, favorite. This is, this is good. It won't take long, I promise. <laughs> yep. Our our Twitter has remained the same. You can still tweet us at tweet us at NSAOT at NSAOT Pop. I think he's having a stroke. Do you want to just, <laughs> maybe do you want to redo that or <laughs> no? I'm good okay. with that. <laughs> It'll no, be in the no. show notes. At NSAOT Pop. You know, yeah. he planned to flag it. You again. can also send us an email at never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Please. Yes. Please. Our Facebook page has remained free uh, our free Patreon. Yep. Our yeah, free Patreon. Patreon. But we have switched our hosting over to anchor.com anchor.fm yeah and we are available on a lot more podcast apps now because of it mm-hmm. we're on spotify yeah, that was the big one we're finally on spotify google podcast we're rubbing mm-hmm. elbows with joe rogan oh we're yeah, in we now we need that kind of deal yeah. we're in that we're in the same league as joe rogan's yeah, podcast we might, get invited <laughs> we might get invited on now that i put out that jim morrison conspiracy theory. <laughs> hey you know if i can ride those coattails i want to hang out with joe rogan that'd be fun yeah there we go <laughs> Uh, but so we are on anchor anchor.fm mm-hmm. well, yes right. yes oh, okay <laughs> I, I haven't looked to see if we're on the actual page but they are hosting so it's everywhere yes yeah, i don't know if it's I actually check, on the i checked on spotify we're on there that's yeah I, I i listened through a, like several episodes the intro of crawl which i had forgotten about until my girlfriend listened to it was like this is really funny and i was like <laughs> what is it i don't know oh this is so talking clicked about on your it. ass for yeah. 10 minutes yeah <laughs> yeah talking about raymond's butt yeah kenzie came over and was like she said she was hysterically laughed uh-huh. we, were, we were imitating you and talking about your butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's it's on pocket cast podcast addict if if there's a place that you it, can get a podcast yeah. it is now mostly but again available the easiest way if you don't know where to go is to just Facebook, because we have a link just to click right yeah, there. Yeah, and it still it, works so. on Podbean if anyone's using Podbean. It's it's yeah. going to be there just fine. But, yeah. like, Podbean sucks. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I hate to... Low-key hate to, low sucks. I hate to, I hate to throw them... <laughs> yeah, we're, not, a, like, we're yeah, not affiliated yeah, with them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not taking our money anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, I didn't have a pleasant experience trying yeah. to find things on... on My girlfriend tried to use their yeah. listening app several times, and it would just, like, cut out. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to pay them to host anymore. Yep. Anchor.fm offers free hosting. And, and yeah. you know, now if you want to support us, there's m- way more easier ways to support us now. Yeah. You can always leave us a review on whatever uh, streaming service you're listening on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just leave us a, leave us a five-star review. Five stars for that caboose. 
Yeah, that's yeah, all you yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. Just that caboose write, write that as a title to review. Just for, <laughs> yeah. for the caboose. Yeah, for the caboose. That's all you got. For the caboose. One star for each of us and an extra one for that caboose. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if you just want to tip us, we now have an option. You can just straight up give us money. Well, that's strange. But, but I'm, I'm more interested. <laughs> we don't expect that to like, happen. A little, a, little, no. a little peek behind the curtain, though. I'm more excited about the particular threshold where we get invited to record ads. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Like, potentially. So, oh, man. Uh, those would be a mess. Uh, Oh, man, if we ever fun. get a manscaped ad, I need you to do oh, a manscaped. Yeah, come on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That'd be fun. Audible. That's so, a good... Record my testimony. Yeah. yeah. So you can look forward to future episodes, hopefully, where we'll be doing uh, unhinged ad reads. I think we should just practice anyway. We should just throw in some ad reads. Well, I mean, I practiced for a whole year doing ad reads for AMC A-List. Yeah, eventually that'll come back. I used to record ads for the, the radio station. Now yeah, I could do it. No yeah, problem. Just make it sound like, like NPR ads because I worked for a college radio station. Yeah. Don't you love selling out? Isn't it nice? Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited. As long, In the year 2020, there is nothing I would love to do more than sell out. No, as no. long as whatever is desired to be sponsored feels like being promoted the same way I promote a, like a blood drive, then, <laughs> then, then, then we should be good. Yeah. Nah, I'd be, I'd be unhinged now that I don't have to adhere to FCC guidelines, so I'd be like, fucking, hey, listen up, bitch. You, you don't, you don't want to be dumb and, and then use this fucking shit, idiot. Yeah. yeah. Sponsored by Harry's Razors. <laughs> That's it. We're done. That was it. That was a great read. <laughs> Which brings me to the sponsor of this podcast, Rain Shadow. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think that about does it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. Uh, Tune in to see which version of Creep I decide to use for the end of this. Oh, Whether yeah. It'll be Radiohead or Stone Temple Pilots. It's a toss-up. Oh, Maybe wow. I'll do both. Ooh, do a ma- there's got to be a mashup. Out I'm there. sure there's got to be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, we'll we'll head out on that, and we'll be back next week with our last episode for the month of Spooptober on Halloween. Ooh. With with another episode I've never seen any of this. But until then, we'll just give you a hearty bye. Friend. Peach fan!